welcome back to Work Woman. Today, we have the distinct honor of welcoming Mr. Brandon Dawson onto the Work Woman show as a guest I love co-host. On, I love being on the Work Woman show. Do you love it? Do. Why do you love it? Well, besides me loving you, uh-huh. I love the content that you deliver for people because it's actionable uh-huh. and it's stuff that you know has been proven to work. Mm, that's true. Every time we get on the show together, you tell me you want to do more shows together. So here we are doing more shows I together. I love doing shows with you. I does just it, like does it act, sound like I'm forcing I, him to say these things? I, I, I like to act it's like, like I'm blink, busy. Brandon, you know, everyone's blink trying to twice. Get, everyone wants me on their show. Okay. You guys listening to the podcast can't see his his laughing face where he's <laughs> making fun of himself. I'm in such high demand. I just don't even know if I have time to be on your show. But for you, I'll make the time. Wow. Well, guys, we only have 15 minutes with Mr. Dawson this afternoon. So let's make the most of it. Today's topic for this show is how do you push your significant other to get what you want. So we're going to be sharing strategies on the things we do behind the scenes in order to convince the other person of doing what we want them to do. Well, I I think that... Share your tips. I'm interested. I'm all ears. Taking notes. My tips have come through you modified from what you've learned from Elena because I never thought that when you have your goals and your spouse has their goals to create the middle column where you have goals Mm, together. mm -hmm. And I think for us, one of the things that's blown us up, like in a good way, like taking us to the stratosphere is taking us to the next level. We we set a bunch of goals in the middle of that page based on what Elena said to do. And you and I found a lot of goals that we would have put on our own Mm -hmm. were like aligned that we wanted to do together. Mm -hmm. And it's more fun to, hit goals together than it is apart. I mm-hmm. think that's one of the, I just had this conversation. I was, I had a Q and A with one of our partners. Mm-hmm. They had 15 of their top employees that they each got to ask me a question. And one of the questions was when I go home, how do I align a spouse who's anti 10 X rule? Oh, and I said, it's because you guys aren't on the same page. And, and if you're going home with how hard work is and how overwhelmed you are, and how you're not going to make the money you want, how hard it is to get clients, and you're bringing all this home, and then you go, hey, we're going to 10x that. It's like no spouse wants to have 10x more problems. Um, no to 10xing more problems. Initially, exactly. you'll, they'll get there because we talk about that quite a bit. So then I just asked, how, how aligned are you in your spouse's goals? Because your spouse's goals, when we started flushing out, were I don't, I don't want you to work as hard. I don't want you gone as much. I don't I want you to spend more time with the kids. It was like it was like all the things you don't want and then a few of the things that you do want. But then I said, what are your collective goals? Like, what, what do you guys want to do together? Mm-hmm. But we don't really have any. So mm-hmm. she views you pursuing your professional goals mm-hmm. and your financial goals. Mm-hmm. And those are at odds with her picture of your family goals mm-hmm. because you guys aren't even talking about how all that fits together. And totally. then, and what I learned with you is if any of your goals are out of alignment, it's like trying to go 100 miles an hour with a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Any corner of that tire that's flat, you're in big trouble. So it all has to work together. You know, I actually got asked this question at our 10X scale event. One of the clients that was there said, you know, how often do you and Brandon actually go through this activity of your goals, my goals, and then our goals together? And my response was, it's not like every week or whenever there's an update, you and I sit down and really write these things out. There are times in like transition or transition for some people could be translated as like crisis, right? Like a quarantine happens. Okay, like what's the plan? But then on a recurring basis, 
I responded to him by saying, you know, your goals change less than my goals. My goals on a personal side can change. And what I've learned, especially over the last couple of years is, I actually don't need to tell you some of my personal goals and put that on you. Because a lot of those goals, you actually can't help me become better in. You can't push me in certain areas. And I don't need to add this pressure or stress to you. And I'm certain that you have some personal goals that just, there's nothing I can do outside of saying I'm here to support you that would add to that conversation. But the in-between goals, like if I'm gonna make a decision on my personal side that impacts our goals, then I have the conversation. But it's not like this really formal, I don't know, I used to think of like yeah. people sitting down and like having this goal setting yeah, we, thing. And that's never really been us, but we talk about it and understand that framework and, and really work through that as goals evolve. I mean, I, I can think of a situation where our goals almost came out of alignment in the last six months because there was something you wanted to put your attention on that mm -hmm. was different than what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And when you brought that up, we're like, all right, well, what does that look like? Let's sit down and put a picture in place. Now let's create an alternative scene, a scenario. Mm -hmm. If that does happen, then what's our backup strategy and how does that alter what we're doing? Mm -hmm. If it doesn't happen, then what do we do with what we're doing? And mm -hmm. we just put a plan in place and then I wanted you to hit your goal, mm -hmm. um, and then it, it turned out something different happened anyway. Yeah. And and in reflection, that might have been a better thing for you. But but the point is, you're allowed to create whatever goals you want. Mm -hmm. If you're with uh, the if you're with somebody who's going to support you, they want you to achieve your goals because if you if you set goals and you achieve them, and you're together, then you're going to have the confidence to set even bigger goals mm -hmm. and achieve them together. Yeah. And so my goals are so massive. Uh, you know, my goal is real simple. I want to have a remarkable life with you. I want to never not be able to do whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I want to build a, a $10 billion portfolio business and uh, have remarkable friends and people we love being around and have healthy family that loves being around us. And, mm -hmm. And I want life to be enjoyable and to be interesting and to be fun. And the only way that happens is if you're around interesting and fun and enjoyable people. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, I think my, my goals have gotten to be so massive that I don't need to go revisit them. And you know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I said, you know, I think your goals change less than mine do because there's, and maybe that comes with age or experience. I don't really know. But there are things that... I might call them like shiny pennies where I really feel like I have to reprioritize a lot of things in my life in order to make certain things happy, happen because I don't have that same credibility that you have in certain areas. And so I'm working one angle while trying to figure out how to gain credibility in this other way to add more value than just being in that angle. And it's this constant evolution. Yeah, uh, but you're, you, you're in, uh, you know, I always talk about a catalyst you don't know it was a catalyst until some future point in time. And you look backwards and go, oh, I can put my finger on when all that changed. Mm -hmm. But for you, um, you're, you're, compared to almost most people I've ever known or seen in my career path, the momentum that you've created in the last 36 months when you said, I'm going to be the best business person, mm -hmm. highest achiever, I'm going to learn to set goals and go after them. I mean, you don't recognize it, but in a year or two or three, when you look back at some of your decisions and how much energy and momentum and 
stuff you've created mm -hmm. and how many goals you've clicked off that you probably didn't even think to think of. That's yeah. the other thing about when you start hitting big goals, mm -hmm. you start realizing of the goals you never even thought of mm -hmm. because your mind didn't allow you the capacity to think about it because it just seems so far out of your reach. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, I'm watching you manifest all these things around you that maybe two or three years ago you wouldn't even have known to think about it. Yeah. Well, I think getting back to that thing, you know, six months ago that could have taken us our goals down a different path and, and getting to today's topic of like if I want something and you initially I know aren't going to want the same thing like how do I sell you on that to get what I want and painting like one of the tips I would give people is how do you paint a picture that really does include that person to where it made you excited to envision that next thing and at first I had to be so committed to the thing and be confident in the thing it wasn't like I went to you like oh what do you think about me doing this or do you think it would be a good thing I was like this is what I'm doing I'm so excited and could you imagine this happening with it and then it could go this way and it painted into our goals it wasn't I'm gonna go do this and it's gonna be totally separate but everything's still gonna be the same over here it was really like a whole rework of things and again that didn't happen well, and I, but I, you got excited didn't you even though it wasn't originally what the plan was well, I fit myself into that yeah picture. and you were excited about I the got picture. excited about it because that's the strength of our you didn't fit yourself into it I fit you into it it was all in the sales yeah but, but, but I saw myself in your big picture yeah and, and I, I and we made it fun to expand the goals to our collective goals mm -hmm. and uh, I even made some decisions thinking that that's exactly what we were going to do yeah. right? and mm -hmm. so um, at, at the end of the day but isn't that what makes life fun I mean if you got everything you wanted there would be no challenge and it wouldn't be fun yeah so what makes life interesting is dreaming and then committing to take action and then materializing it or manifesting it and then being and then being blown away that you're able to do it yeah well when you don't accept failure as an option even those setbacks in the moment they certainly feel like blows there's no question about it but you know that that is just going to be part of the story that you tell in the future like you have total confidence that oh i'm going to talk about this in the future even though right now it feels like a gut punch and i need to regroup and take a minute and in order to get back at it uh, and that's really how you coached me through that. And well, I mean, you know, we are living, breathing examples. So if anybody, I love it when you point at me right now, guys. If you're just listening to this, he's yeah. like, he's gonna go for it. So yeah, brace I'm gonna yourself. go for it because here's the thing: you and I put ourselves out there. Uh huh. We talked about partnering with Grant and Elena Cardone mm -hmm. before we were ever partners with Grant and Elena Cardone. Mm -hmm. We talked about the process of going to GrowthCon to see what we wanted to see at GrowthCon. We talked about what happened when we came home from GrowthCon. Mm -hmm. We talked about how we put ourselves at play to meet Grant and Elena. We talked about how we approach Grant and Elena. We talked about what we said to Grant and Elena to grab their mind share. We talked about how we put ourselves in front of them of a couple months later. We have put ourselves out there and fast forward two years later, we're Grant and Elena's partner. We've got a business that that's, that's kicking ass, crushing it with, with 45 employees mm -hmm. we've got uh you know like everything has changed in 24 months speaking of and so all i would encourage somebody to do all i would encourage somebody to do if you want to question if what we're talking about is real or not is to go back and watch those original episodes what, yeah, were those on 
Were those on age gap? Or yeah, were those, those were on age those gap. Those were on the age but gap. But I don't think anybody questions it that's listening to this. But if you are a team member or want to join a team that's growing, we are actively hiring. Shoot your resume to careers at cardoventures.com because we won't have 45 employees at the end of the year. We'll have closer to 100. So. Yeah, and we're hiring in Miami. We're hiring in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and Speaking of Miami and Arizona, yeah. the last point that we were going to talk about on how to – really get what you want from your significant other is figuring out, constructing a path for you guys both to be at an event where you are learning and growing and getting aligned so that one person doesn't go home and vomit all over the other one about how exciting things are and like the spouse that you were talking about earlier, everything's 10x, but then the other person has no context to how that's supposed to look and wasn't really part of it. So events. You and I just came off of a weekend of events and I feel more connected to you and more in alignment as those events come up because it gives us a shared experience together. Yeah, well, I think uh, sell or be sold is a great example of why people struggle. They go get excited and they go home and they can't articulate. They're either selling or they're being sold. So when they go home and they're all enthusiastic and they're all full of recharge and they're all all these ideas and concepts and then the other person or a business partner or employees start pulling them back, it's because they're already out of alignment and people see that all of a sudden this enthusiasm and they have not yet built confidence. Mm. So you blame the person that's pulling you back, but you don't accept the responsibility. You haven't created confidence in those people. Mm -hmm. I've yet met anybody who didn't set a target, blow the target away, and go, okay, I'm, I'm, I've, I've arrived. I'm not going to set any more targets. 100%. I've never I'm, met I'm, somebody I'm, like that. So if you want to, if you want to get rid of resistance in your life, mm-hmm. then you need to get rid of fear and anxiety. Mm. And if your life is interdependent on somebody else who doesn't have awareness and understanding of where you're at, what you're trying to do, and the benefit for both of you, then you can't be mad at them for not being as enthusiastic or excited as you. You have to take a different action. Mm-hmm. And the different action is inviting them on the journey and having them participate with you so that you are fully aligned or you can at least navigate where you are aligned so that you can take action in those areas of your life and you're gonna find less resistance for sure. And I've never once experienced an event that we've put on where a couple in business together joined and they left not aligned. Like our events really do that because we talk about belief and how you need to change your mindset and the ways, the practical ways to be able to do that. We talk about leadership and how it starts with me leadership and then it can only then can it go into we leadership. Our events are such an incredible breeding ground for, hey, we need to get on the same page and these are concepts that it doesn't come across as it's one person's idea or it's the other person's idea and they're in conflict as long as they show up together. Yeah, and you teach, the one thing I love about your people's program is you teach people how to find that. It's easy to pick the things you're not in alignment with that create conflict, and people unfortunately have been trained to think that way. Mm-hmm. It's actually harder to find the two or three things you are in alignment with and that you can all be excited about and mm-hmm. go home and do together. So people tend to put put boxes or put themselves in corners, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like drawing lines in the sand versus, hey, you know what? Let's say I had a goal that you didn't agree with and you had a goal I didn't agree with, but let's find the goal we both can agree with mm-hmm. and at least go do that. Yeah, You're still out. better yeah. off than drawing a line in the sand and being disappointed with each other. For sure. And so we see it in business, we see it with partnerships, we see it with key employees, mm-hmm. we see it with spouses, 
non uh, non uh, in the business, non spouses that are in the business. Mm-hmm. So they go home and they try to explain to their spouse and they pull them back because they already feel like they're gone too long and they're stretched too thin. But we have seen where non engaged spouses have chosen to get engaged in the business. And I don't mean engaged from the standpoint that they're not, I meant non-involved, like, oh, this person has a business and I'm not involved in it. I'm raising the kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then they actively get involved and we've seen the businesses blow up. Yeah, so cardoventures.com forward slash events, all of our events are listed there. One of my favorite events is the Business Summit because it does give a taste of, okay, we need marketing, we need finance, we need people, and to know how all of those things work together in order to create the foundation of the business. And then for those businesses who are already doing a million dollars of revenue and are ready to truly scale and grow, and they've made that commitment mentally, but just don't really know the systems and processes, our 10X 360 is the next step there, or potentially even the first step if you've already made that commitment. So. If any of you are couples oh, in business. so much energy right now. What do you mean? So much. If any of you. How about this? If you want to take control of your life, change your life, have remarkable experiences with people that are amazing to be around and have a yeah. lot of fun, See, but can also teach a ton of stuff to you, and you want to 10X your business, uh-huh. click here, swipe there. Yeah, it's a podcast. Email there. So, guys, the reason he has energy swipe is that. I worked out this she morning. She gave me coffee. She gave me I coffee. Have she gave ener- me coffee. I have less energy. She said, do not come on my show and be boring i never so. say that i you keep saying that i say that and i don't say that what do you have to what do you what do you have to worry about if you say it or not i would expect that your listeners listening to this high quality show that that will has repeatedly told me has outperformed any of my shows yeah um i would expect that they would know that you would expect high performance on your show yeah i do I, yeah i do expect that so that's what I'm bringing. I think I'm just like going through a caffeine dip right now. Since... If I get thrown off your show, then I'll oh have gosh. nobody listening or watching any of my stuff. If you get thrown off of my Will show. Will told me my show, nobody watches, but everybody watches your show. That's true. That's because I have this type of energy. And I'm not yelling at people all the time and talking like this and really fast and big words that they can't understand. Like, oh, I like that side of you. I guess exactly. But see, I bring it, I bring it to them. I bring it at the level that they can listen and take notes and all my work women people are uh, true fans. Yes, they are. I, you know, I will give you, uh, I mean, everyone knows that I'm going to always Oh my gosh, you. I don't need more compliments. I have Whatever a lot you're of people about to that, say, just don't say it. I have a lot it. of people that tell <sighs> me that they love this show. I know, I have a lot of people tell me that too. How many people tell you they oh love to gosh. watch the B. Dawson show? Not, no one. <laughs> that is rude of me. That's so just, rude. Just kidding. Lots of people love your show. You were just like 25 pounds heavier in it. And I know. It is crazy. I go back and look at it. I'm like, who's the chubby guy? Oh, wait. That was me. Oh, wait. That was me. <laughs> but if you guys are looking for some some tangible business yeah, scaling to the show, advice, don't watch it. How's that? Uh, the B. Dawson <laughs> Show is a great download <laughs> on iTunes. So with that. Uh, uh, well, thanks for having me on your show. Is there anything, I mean, I guess before you just hop off my show, is there anything that you're trying to convince me that convince me of that I don't currently want to do so we can test out any of these theories? Uh, convince you of that you don't want to do. Yeah. Like I know one thing that I'm trying to work you into that I know you don't want to do. <laughs> what is that? The puppy. Oh, yeah. We tried that, remember? We're I not took gonna care get into the, the details, but see, day. we're not. This was, I we, took the puppy for a walk. You took I care of the, the puppy puppy's every diaper. day. Oh my god! I cleaned gosh. up the puppy, puppy's dog poo. This, I had to clean my boots when it joke. chewed it all up. I do all that, and then you're like, "I'm busy. I gotta leave," and I'm taking care of the puppy the whole time. So we tried that. 
Okay, well, we'll see how this plays out, everyone. But is there anything I just stated what I'm working on? So our our on our me audience, a puppy, me letting you, get our a puppy. audience is going to track a, this. You with can us. get a puppy anytime you want to get a puppy. I know. I just I know you know that. So you're trying to put on me the fact that you don't want to be obligated to take care of a puppy. But is there anything that you're wanting right now that I could get like a heads up on in this moment, and that you could just like that I want that I know you don't want? Yeah. Is there anything you're working on pitching me on right now? Honestly, I think every single thing I want, I think you want it with me. I don't think there's anything. There's, I mean, I don't want to like go play golf with my buddies and not have you come there's along. No, there's no car coming down the pipe. No, there's or... plenty of cars coming, but <laughs> but everything I buy, you like driving anyway. So I don't think there's a conflict They always there. end up becoming my cars I want anyway. a bigger airplane, and you like flying on the bigger airplanes, but I love our airplane now, so we don't need it right now. Let's see. What else might I want? Uh, well, I just want to... I, I say this to you in all sincerity. If our life was over tomorrow, mm-hmm. we are living every single day where if my life ended tomorrow, it, I don't, I can't internally feel like how it could be any better than it is right now. Oh, that's beautiful. So, so that I got to, I got to cut this off before he cries because we I'm do, cry, we do, do have, have a new, do. we do have a new program going with, in this household, which is Brandon cries less because it was getting a little out of hand there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I love you. Thank I you love for you being too. on. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode. Tag Brandon M. Dawson and Natalie Workman on the share. And guys, help me figure out how to convince them to get a dog. Like I need some tips. Okay. See you guys next week.